Hi, this is Heidi from CastleCast and Down Below, and when I'm not watching my favorite TV shows, I'm listening to Set Lusting Bruce. to another episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and we are recording this during Thanksgiving week. It'll come out in a few weeks, but tell you what, this has been a pretty good little Bruce Springsteen year, so there's a lot of us Bruce fans that should be feeling pretty grateful and I have a sneaking suspicion that Matthew, who is joining me, would be leading the charge. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing good, Jesse. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, I'm so glad you could uh, join me. Uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm, uh, I just turned 20 in October. I born and raised in the Houston area, just north of Houston, in a town called Spring, right near the Woodlands. And uh, I grad. I'm a sophomore in college. I'm a business major at A and M, and I've been into Bruce since the Magic Tour. Well, I first heard about him on the Rising Tour. I was very, very young, and then I kind of forgot about him. And then uh, one day, around this time of year, his Santa Claus is coming to town came on the radio, and my dad looked at me and he said, hey, do you remember who this guy is? And I said, no, who is he? And my dad said, this is Bruce Springsteen. And I, was, and I thought, man, that, that name sounds so familiar. And uh, he said, yeah, and he's coming to Houston in April if you want to go to a concert. And I said, I mean, why? I mean, sure, why not, you know? So, uh, yeah. so we, we went to the first show and it was absolutely amazing and i was hooked on bruce ever since which um in it was this in the magic tour or yes yes this, okay. this was this was the okay. show right before danny died it was okay. so, like there was this one show before danny died the the next one would have been after he passed away wow 
Yeah. Well, um, that's, you know, I, I've said often on the podcast that there's two kinds of people. People that go to a Bruce Springsteen show go, wow, that was an interesting show. And then others that go, oh, my goodness, I want to sell everything I own and go everywhere I can to see this guy as often as I can. Yes. So sounds like you were on the second category. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm only I mean, I just turned 20. So I, I only have so much power and so much say right. in you know, where we go, because my dad's the one that can swing all of this stuff and make all of this happen. So I was able to persuade him after that show. We ended up going to, let's see, we did Houston. Then we did Jacksonville on the Magic Tour. Then we did Houston again for Working on a Dream. Then we did Tampa, Nashville. Then we did, I think, Tampa again. Then we did Kansas City. And then this is on the Wrecking Ball Tour now. And then uh, yeah, and after Kansas City, uh, on the High Hopes Tour, he came to Houston again. And then, I was at that show. That was a really good show at the Woodlands. Yeah, and I was I was the guy that um, that one step up sign. I was up there in the pit uh, for whenever he played one step up for the first time in like twenty six years. That, really? Yeah, that that was my sign. That was my sign. Wow, because you know, Matt, I think um, that's one of my live show highlights oh yeah um I, I i loved him saying we don't know this yeah you have made your bed sir uh-huh and and to hear them doing and you know and just basically it was him and patty and then you know come in quietly band yes that is one of my favorite moments and then also and we're going to talk about your moment in the sun uh in a little bit but the two brothers who got on uh-huh. and saying no surrender yes um, I, I think that is the definition of joy. Uh huh. Those two on there. Absolutely. Uh, so that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they definitely look like they had the time of their life up there. And I got a video of them up there, and I put it on on YouTube out there. And um, those those guys, I actually watched them like a couple weeks ago, and um, they were like. <laughs> It, it it was very very f- cool to see um, like their reaction and like how they felt on stage and at the same time I was like you know that's so cool but I I thought to myself if I were to ever get on stage with Bruce I would want to do something completely different and I would really want to like try and like I in other words I wouldn't want him to look forward to me getting off of the stage. Like, all right, like, all right, all right, kid, like, you're done. You know, like, I yeah. wanted to feel like I was a part of the performance. And so that was my ultimate goal. That's interesting. So before we get into that, tell me, it sounds like your dad and you bond musically. Talk about growing up. What kind of music did you, um, did your family listen to? Well, Growing up, I didn't really listen to a whole lot of. I guess I didn't really have a favorite band or really anything like 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 that because, for whatever reason, I mean, of course, I have you know a couple of favorite songs, but they weren't from weren't mostly from one particular band or one particular artist. My whole family yeah. kind of had a different has a different taste in music. My sister likes like the newer stuff, like the hip hop rap stuff. She's a couple years older than me, 
my mom likes her stuff. I'm not really sure what she's into. And my dad, of, of course, is an old soul. And, you know, he likes, you know, Paul McCartney. Of course, Springsteen is his favorite. Um, like the Who. A lot of guys like, like, he likes a lot of old bands, old rock and roll. That's his favorite. And then so whenever Bruce, whenever I saw Bruce live, I had recognized a few of the songs because I had watched the Barcelona concert over in Oregon as a little kid. And then I, for whatever reason, just forgot about it. Of course, like, you know, Born to Run, I recognized, of course, Badlands. I recognized the Rising Day, one of the Rising songs. And of course, the, you know, everyday encore songs like, you know, um, the Thunder Road, I recognized. Now, of course, Thunder mm-hmm. is my dad's favorite song. And it always will be. He said, Matt, whenever I die, you're going to play this song at my funeral. And I said, all right. Nice. um, Whenever I got into listening to Bruce, that was kind of who I really, I guess that his music was the one, I guess, genre of music that really connected with me the most out of all of the other bands that I had listened to. Now, of course, there are other bands that I listened to. I listened to other music, but it's, you know, yeah. nine songs out of ten is probably Bruce Springsteen. You know, um, so you're, um, you know, a college student. How big is Bruce's, you know, fan base there in college among you know people your age? You know, I don't expect a lot of people to know a lot, of, like know Bruce Springsteen songs, but if I do expect them to know who he is. Um, most, right. most of everybody knows who he is. Like, they're like, oh yeah, like, like I, I've heard of him. And I said, I say like, you know, it's like, what songs do you know? And they're like, oh, I can't really name them. And I'm like, you know the song? He goes, born in the USA. They're like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, that is Bruce Springsteen. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. And so uh, it's not very down here. There are some fans. And I found a couple of my friends on the Bruce Hardcore, but I was pleasantly surprised. And I was, it actually made me feel very good at the other places that I've been to where his fan base um, is younger. Where I've seen a lot of people in my generation at, attending the, sh- the shows and in big numbers too. Because, yeah. Because, like, you know. I guess at, at a show is when is when you'll you'll see like okay like these are you know like I like when you is when you will obviously find someone around your age that is into Bruce that is into Bruce Springsteen and whenever I went up to Philadelphia I was wowed at how many college kids around my age you know twenty two twenty three that were um, big Springsteen fans and they were up there right up there close with me like I met this. A uh, beautiful couple that had just graduated school together, and they were at their third show together. And I got to talk with them a lot. And big to Bruce, I met Tom England, uh, the guy who got up on stage and sang "Working on a Highway" with Bruce Springsteen in St. Louis, I believe. And uh, he's also a college student, yeah. and 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 a former guest on the podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll have to go back and listen to Tom's episode. Yes, he joined me and talked about it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'll have to go back and check that out for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so me and Tom <laughs> a little bit. 
and um, I met him right before the show. Um, and he was, you know, he gave me a couple pointers, and I was, I, I didn't even know that it was that guy. And then he said, "Oh wow, like I see your sign. I can help and I said, "Yeah, you know, it's like Mary, you know, like I wasn't bragging about the sign because you know what kind of a person would." you know, be completely serious about trying to go on stage with, you know, Bruce. And, and so I just, I was just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, you know, this is just there just because, um, it's just like a Hail Mary, like a bomb, like, I mean, like we will see what happens. And he was like, oh, right, that's cool. And I was a guy that played on, on him in St. Louis. And I was like, oh wow. Like then we started talking a whole lot more. So, so Matt, I'm curious, um, you know, you were there at the Houston show where the brothers got on and did No Surrender. Yeah. And you obviously knew, you've seen the video of Tom England, you know, doing, by the way, great job <laughs> on working on the highway. Yeah. I, you know, I thought it was great. So, and you've already had one sign request played. What what kind of led you to think about, okay, I'm going to the show and I'm going to put a sign to see what could happen. My Hail Mary pass, as you said. Yeah. What kind of was your thought? What was, I mean, was it seeing the brothers on stage or kind of what happened? What kind of was, gave you the germ of this idea, you know, the kind of thinking about it? Well, um, that, getting on stage the, uh, in Philly was actually my second time on stage with Bruce. And a lot of people don't know this. I was actually, my dad and I were actually both able to Oklahoma City. We were in, um, we have a buddy named Justin who lives in Utah. And I actually met him at the Houston show. And we went to the two L.A. shows. And we um, did the whole lottery procedure, didn't get in. But we were still very close, and you know, Bruce, of course, under the hungry heart, and like I'm a rocker, you know, come out to that second little mini stage, and we were super, super close, and we had a very fun time there. And then I saw, he said, uh, during Dancing in the Dark, this dude, uh, I forgot what his name was, but he made a sign that said. Dancing with the boss is a man's man's job. And he had this cutout, and he, his face was in the little, you know, circle. And he got, was able to get on stage, and then he played with Bruce. And this was, these were the first shows where um, after I had started learning how to play the guitar. And I'm a very fast learner at guitar. Like, my roommate has been teaching me every single day, and I've gotten pretty good at it. And so I had... I, that was the first show where I had that little experience. And so I was like, hmm, um, maybe at this next show, um, I will try to make a sign so I can get on stage or in dancing in the, in the dark and then and, uh, play with Bruce. And so we got lucky, and Justin had these Oklahoma City tickets. And that was, oh, you know, I'll, I'll take my sisters. You know, Matthew, you've been two shows. This is my first one. And, uh, like, I'll, I'll be able to take my sisters. And I said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You guys go. And he gave us, Justin basically, the tickets for, you know, very, very cheap. But then one of, one of yeah. my sisters couldn't go. And so I was able to go again. So I said, okay, well, to make this really cool, I'm going to make a sign to try to get on stage with Bruce. I actually made a sign 
uh, I forgot what it said. It was a big sign, and it was the play No Surrender, but he looked over, and he didn't really, like, like I, I feel like he was kind of like, eh, about it, because, um, like, like it, it was, my sign that got me on stage was No Surrender 2.0. Without, that was the sign. Um, and I also made a sign that said, Dancing with with redheaded woman is a father and son's job. So it was kind of like a spinoff of the game oh, okay. in L.A. So Bruce, um, during the prom slam, he saw my uh, big no surrender sign. And then I also had a sign for racing in the street. And then he went into the promised land and he looked right at me. And I, I was doing a, a gesture of his. It's like we're kind of put your arm up in the air, and you kind of do like a little twirl with your with your hand, and he saw Right. And then he made a contact with me, and then he started doing it. He lifted up his hand, and he was doing exactly what I was doing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like we just made contact. This is so cool. So um, he, he was coming in on me during the entire show because I had like three signs going up after every single song. So after the okay. plan, he ended up giving me the harmonica. So I, then I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this show is totally worth it. Like, oh, my gosh, it's this harmonica. Like, oh, my gosh. Sure. And then so during – so then Dancing in the Dark comes on. My dad holds up this sign, and he's jumping up and down, and Bruce looks right over to us. And then he kind of like – actually, we had Dancing with the Red-Headed Woman, but Patty wasn't at the show. So we were like, crap. So I had this gold Sharpie in my back pocket, and then I crossed out uh, red – and we put blonde for Susie. Ah, oh, yes. He was kind of like looking over towards Susie during the song. He was smiling right at us. And my dad and I were like, like we got this like big reality reality check. We're like, oh my gosh, this is about to happen. Like, what is going on? And then, sure enough, he brought us on stage. And like, I guess I got all the first time I was on stage, I got all like the nerves out or whatever because the second time I was on stage I found myself a lot more calm than I've done this yeah. before. So that's so that answers the question of how I was so calm on stage. But yeah. That that first show I felt like I got, like I was throw up the entire time. <laughs> but it, it, yeah. but like in a good way because every I was just so excited that, you know, Bruce is sitting right there and you know, it was just super, super cool. But um, that was the first time, and then I was watching. And the show. so you guys, so you guys got to dance with Susie. Yes, we got to dance with Susie, and then he Bruce. I said Bruce, and then I, I gave him the guitar. And I'm sorry. Then he gave me the guitar. It was that guitar guy that he always brings up on stage, like for dancing yeah. guitar. So I felt like a million bucks there. And it was just super, super cool, and I got to see where he like I told you totally get where his energy like the crowd is just amazing, yeah. and so that was that. And then, so then I was thinking, you know, man, if uh, I wish I would have gotten like, a guitar pick or something, I was I'm the kind of person that thinks how stuff could have been better, and it's something like uh, for whatever sure. like for, like what reason like I wasn't complaining at all, but I was like, man, like like. The, I wish I would have told him this. Like I wish I would have, you know, sure. and, you know, you know this. And I wanted Bruce to remember me. Like it was a thing. Like I Bruce remember me somehow. And so, right, came along, and he released a couple more dates up northeast. And I said, "Hey, Dad, you know, Bruce is going to Philly, and this Philly happened to be the only one that fell on a Saturday, and I wouldn't miss any school because that was a big right." 
that I wouldn't miss any school. Sure. And so it was either Friday or Saturday. I forgot, but you know, um, we, we ended up, uh, going and getting tickets for that, that show. And it was, I was super excited about it because I, it, you know, they say, you know, either see Bruce in Jersey or Philly or, you know, at Madison square garden. And so I was, I felt super cool about going to this show and I didn't really know how the pit system worked. You know, I, I was just mm. like, again, like when I made this on, I thought, you know, I could easily be like one of the last people to go into the pit, you know, like, like this used to not work. Then I would be totally fine with it, you know? So yeah. we, we get to Philadelphia. I, um, we go, we go on the subway and it turns out to be the wrong subway. Oh no. We, we met these college kids throwing this football in the subway station. We were like, Hey, like, you know, which subway did we get on to go to Citizens Bank Park? And they're like, Oh, you must be going to do the show. And I said, yeah. And he said, Oh, cool. Us too. You know, I saw me with my sign. I told him about my, my signs and, um, they, it was ended up being the wrong subway. So it delayed us about 20 minutes. So we get to the venue and this is at like three o'clock, four o'clock ish, because they were handing out fifteen hundred wristbands, and yeah, and what their lottery deal is, is they don't they don't take a certain number. They take everybody. It's just like we were numbers thirteen oh five and thirteen oh six, and the winning lottery number was twelve twenty seven. So we were like the eighty people to go in, but that subway was super important because. Had we gotten on the correct subway the first time, we would have been numbers like 1,100. So yeah. we would have – none of this would have ever happened if we would have gotten on the correct subway. So thanks to the guys that got me on the wrong way was the reason why all of this happened. But You know, Matt, it's kind of funny, right, that it, there's so many things that have to go right. Absolutely. And, and, and I love your attitude of, you know – where you're going, you know, I, I, I'm playing on house money, right? That, you know, I've already been on stage. I've got to dance with Susie and, uh, but you know, Hey, let's bring a sign. Let's what we can do. Um, now when the videos out there and we'll include a link to, you know, one of the versions of it, but Mm -hmm. it really looked like you had rehearsed, like, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie Creed, um, you know, but where uh, Michael B. Jordan is actually, you know, has this huge video of his father's flight fights up and he's shadow boxing that it almost looks like you had had Barcelona or whatever DVD you could have up on this huge screen and you like playing along with it like you're rehearsing with the band yeah so tell me about that tell me tell me how you got ready to go do this kind of cool thing well i had you know i've been watching Bruce for like you know ever and ever and ever i yeah i've been performed the song live many times so i kind of knew these you know little little gestures and like of course, whenever you're jamming out to Bruce, like you, you, you can't help but kind of like, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes whenever I'm listening to music, sometimes I picture myself like I'm 
like the lead singer of the band. Like I'm the one singing the song. And sure. Um, and I guess um, right before the show, I was kind of doing that, and I really kind of just I looked at the chords to the song, and I was like, all right. I, whenever I was picking up the song, I was like, all right. I've seen him bring people on stage with no surrender before. I thought about working on the highway, but I thought out of respect to Tom England, I I, I wanted to be original, and I I didn't, right. I didn't want to be like a copycat to him. So I thought, you know, how about no surrender? So I looked at the chord. I was like, all right, I can easily play the song. Kind of rehearsed it, got the chord, yeah. right? and then um, I really, honestly didn't really rehearse the movements that much. I guess I had just seen do it so much that it just came naturally because I was in the moment I was doing all of those movements. And I, during the whole performance, no idea how, how how similar me and Bruce looked because I was doing my thing and it happened to be exactly what Bruce was doing. <laughs> um, it 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 really did look like you had been rehearsing um and you know i'm glad you mentioned about not being nervous because you'd already done this the energy because you know it was you can see how excited you were and and also how, this air of confidence that i was really impressed by yeah I'm, and to be honest with you, I was impressed by it too. <laughs> yeah, you're like, who was that dude doing that? Because it sure couldn't have been me, right? Yeah, I know. Like, what my my whole goal was to perform the song the best that I could. I I didn't want to clown. I wanted to perform it. Like, you know, if it, it, it was if it was the last day on earth, and I got to perform yeah. this song with Bruce. I, I would. I, I wanted to leave it all the stage. Like no, like I wish I could have done done this. I wish I, you know this this this. Yeah. And I just did. I was so focused, and I didn't really have a set plan because I honestly had did not think I was going to get on stage. But um, so I want to ask you that. Why do you think he? What do you think charmed him enough, or? little steven or whoever to have you on to get you on stage it was the fact that i was a college student so i was young and i wrote yeah okay i i I guarantee you that those are probably the two things because on the sign i I like made the word college and that and i no surrender and then at the bottom i wrote all the chords like verse chorus you know, okay. So I was telling Bruce, I was in one sign, I was trying to tell him, Bruce, can I play you this song? Here's, um, like, here's the reasons why I know this song. Here's all the chords to the song. Here's where I want my capo on the guitar. I can play this song. And I feel like he saw it and then he was, he was just kind of breezing over signs and he saw a college kid. So he was probably like, oh, you know, college. All right. Oh, no surrender. Eh. Oh, wow. Like the chords. Well, you actually know the chords. And he actually, can he play it? Can he play it? And uh, of course, I'm young. I can play it. I can play it. And my dad's saying, you can play it. You can play it. 
And then he kind of looked you know, to Stevie, and then he waved me on stage. Yeah. Because, you know, what's interesting is, you know, they they quiz Tom. <laughs> if you hear the podcast, you know, he talks about, you know, what key it is. And, you know, he told him. And, and it was kind of like... Um, it you know and Bruce looks over and says, "Is that the right key?" And little Steven's like, "Yes, it is." So I think that, I think that was a nice touch of you showing, "Hey, I I know this. Here's what it is. These are it." Yeah, because if if it says, "Can a college kid play No Surrender with Bruce?" It it, it could be a girl getting up there. You know, it it could be. Yeah. Some crazy guy that wants to jump on stage and hug every single band member on stage, you know, which is what the brothers it. did, right? Yeah, you know, it could but, be, it would be one of those. But I want to tell Bruce, look, I know this song, I want to play it, and that's yeah. how whatever on the sign is exactly how I wanted Bruce to take it, and it, and it worked. That's awesome. Yes. So uh, he makes the sign. He sends you up. You know, um, I'm, I'm sure the first thought must be, don't F this up, right? Yes. Is that your first thought? Yeah. Um, if my first thought when I got on stage was, like, whenever he waved me on stage, I got that, that, that same feeling that I did in Oklahoma. But, yeah. I, um, again, I was like, you know, no. Like, I, I had to put it aside. And... I got on stage and I was like, okay, like, like I was kind of pumping my, myself up. I was getting myself mentally prepared because I was going to turn around and I was going to see 45, 50,000 people and I didn't want to choke. Right. Now, so my first thought was, all right, like, like let's do, do this. And so that's exactly what I did. And it, and it worked out great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And um, obviously, you you did a great job. I, I I love watching the video, and so and I thought you 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 played it just perfectly. In other words, you got off stage fairly quick. You know, you 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 didn't overstay your welcome. I guess yeah. is how I'd put it, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I I knew I've seen where. You can kind of tell, all right, look, I'm done. All right, like, time to get off. Time to get off. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, I was done. I was like, all right, like, 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 is it, like I need to say a couple things to Bruce, and then I'm going to, you know, hop off stage. And I, yeah. if, if it wasn't for my dad, you know, Matthew, selfie, picture, picture. I, yeah. I probably would have completely forgotten, and I would have, you know, I'm not the, the picture with Bruce, but I was like, you know, I was like, oh, like, I have to do this. I grabbed the stone, ran back up there. I was like, Bruce, like, quick, 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 quick. Then he was like, yeah, like, he, he was more than welcome to it. And I got yeah. a couple pictures with him. And, like, if, if, if I could go, go back, the only other thing was maybe have Stevie take, take like, a really cool picture of, like, all crowd in the background instead of, like, the selfie and me throwing my hand up. But, yeah. But I, of course, wanted, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't want to overstay my welcome. I guess is the right way to put it. Yeah, and I, and I think you didn't. Yeah, uh, that's good. So, okay, you're sitting down, and what are you thinking? I mean, it's over. Are you just, are you, 
Are you just walking on air? I honestly, it's like you're. You might be surprised. I. It felt like nothing had happened. Okay. For, for whatever reason, like I got off there, and I was like, I didn't really know what to think. Like, cause I, cause I wasn't the one seeing the performance. I was the one in the right. performance. So, and it all happened so fast. So I had no time to think and I didn't rehearse it. So I was like, well, I hope this is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm doing this right. I had no idea if my voice sounded good. I had no idea if I looked like an idiot. <laughs> I had no idea if, you know, I had no idea how people, what people thought about it until I got off of stage of the stage and I had no idea like I look back on the video that's where I realized how cool it actually was because you know I could see Roy on the big screen smiling I could see Bruce looking over at other band members smiling and the pictures that started coming out you know I had no idea that any of that was happening and it it made me feel pretty cool um, you know getting that Mm -hmm. getting look from the other band members like Stevie Max Roy all of, all of yeah. those guys. So whenever I got off stage, everyone's you know saying explicit language like you, you like you effing killed it, bro. Like everyone was yeah. just mobbing me, and I was just yeah. like, you know, hey, thank you, thank, thank you, you know. And I again, I didn't really know what to think about it, and there was really nothing to do but to just move forward with the show. Yeah, and the, so you. Yeah. You enjoy the rest of the show, um, and I know it's a great show because hey, um, it's it's Bruce, so of yeah. course it's a good show. It was a fantastic show. You know, you kind of you get back, and when did you guys go back to Texas? We went back the very next morning, and, and okay. after the, the show, um, um, that's whenever everybody pretty much mommy a second time trying to get a picture with me. That's when some news guys came up to me. That's when uh, that's whenever all those news interviews that I did. That's where it all originated, right there. And yeah, um, you know, I probably took a hundred pictures with people after the show because Dad left, went up to get something to drink about an hour before the show, and he took my portable charger, and my phone was dead. So right. I'm all around the whole arena trying to find him with a dead phone and everyone's mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, like that, like that's the no surrender guy. And, I was, and so they would all stop me. And so I was, I was like a, I felt like a walking celebrity walking around trying to find my dad, but at the same time being greeted by so many very, very nice people. And, yeah. and it was, and it was probably one of the highlights of the moment. Just, um, everyone, showing their appreciation and and love for what they thought of the performance and it's that was honestly one of the biggest highlights for, for me was like you know having a couple with some people who love this show and you know being viewed as like that kind of a like like, like i was that big of a moment for them and it really made me feel good yeah mm-hmm. that's that that's awesome and and you've had a lot of interviews and um you know i've read a couple of articles people talked about it It, you know i think you made texas proud yeah uh honestly i could uh, stop by random people and they're like dude like did you sing on stadium springsteen and i said yeah and it's a dude like like my parents told me about it and and we're from like lubbock 
Texas. Like, yeah. Like, and like, it's just the most random places that people find out all, all of this stuff and it, how it somehow gets traced all the way, it somehow gets all the way back to me that, you know, some people in these random places know about the whole deal. And it's just crazy that, that it was able to go that national. It was on, you know, Good Morning America, Today Show. I, yeah. It didn't even trigger in my mind that that kind of thing would happen after the show. But I guess since it was Philadelphia and it was a very, like, high show. Um, yeah. And, it be, and I bet if the time they were working on a highway thing in, in, in Philly, he would have gotten the exact same treatment. But yeah. it, it was insane. It was in St. Louis. And so, you know, I guess it's just kind of how the chips fell. But, I mean, I, he, he had some wonderful interviews as well. Uh, yeah, it was just, and you uh, know, I do think that there is um, one social media makes it a little bit easier, uh-huh. and two, uh, I think that Bruce has been a little bit more active with fans. I think he's always done it, mm-hmm. but I think this, um, you know, tour even more, and I do think because. You know, you were a college student, and he's just thinking about you. That's that's amazing. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. 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 I was trying to be creative in every way that I could, and it worked. Yeah. And like I, I knew if already if that guy can do it, I at least have a fighting chance. Because yes. I, I didn't go into to this thing thinking I want to get on stage with with, with Bruce, like, and I'm going to be mad right. if not. But I, I came into it like you know. This would be super super cool. If it doesn't happen, it's like I can totally understand. Like, it's, you know, no one has ever done yeah. like this before. So mm-hmm. I was very very. I guess I had a very gentle feeling about it, and I was just I just kind of stayed cool the entire time. And you know what? You know it happened. That's awesome, Matt. I, I'm just I'm so glad, and I'm so glad you shared. So. um Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it's, know, we it's, kind of it was absolutely. Um, you know, we kind of. I wanted to ask: Are there some favorite? Um, you know, are there some favorite Bruce songs of yours you wanted to talk about? And and is there anything that you haven't seen him do live that you really wish you could? Ooh, that's a good one. Well, I saw Streets of Philadelphia live, and it was that's nice. Very different. Uh, style um, in the first night because I got both recordings in. Um, Bruce added Roy's synthesizer on the second night and it added a whole new touch of just such beautiful sound to the to the sound and I was just in awe the entire time he was playing it. And so that was a song I wanted to hear live and, and you can only hear it exclusively in, in Philadelphia. Uh, right. There was a a couple of other songs. Oh, and uh, One Step Up is probably my favorite song. That one and Downbound Train. And I got to hear both of those at the Houston show in the Woodlands. They were both yeah. my sign requests too, because I don't know if you know, knew, but on the back of my One Step Up sign, it was a very less uh, neat sign, but it's just an all sharp, it's a Downbound Train. Oh, nice. And so I kind of got both. I got a double whammy there, and and he he played both of them, so I was able to hear both of those songs played. So those are probably my two favorite songs 
One okay. song that I wish you would play live. That's a very good question. Um, I always wanted to hear uh, on this tour. Actually, there was a lot of them that got played that I'd always wanted to hear, like Jungle Lamb. I got to hear right. Brilliant Disguise, Stolen Car, Point Blank. Uh, you, I guess I have to go back to tracks to kind of see. Yeah. Um, maybe a song like Loose Change, very obscure, but it's just very okay. beautiful. Um, Two Faces is one I would want to hear live, too. Okay. I, I want to hear Born in the USA live. I feel like I need to listen to hear, hear that one live. I feel like I would love that one. I got that in Louisville, yeah, so it was yeah, pretty cool. Super lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I would like to hear Tunnel of Love live. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. If I Should Fall Behind would be cool to hear. Yes, um, I agree. Um, other than that, I'm not, I'm not really – maybe Human Touch would be a good one to hear live. Okay. I haven't heard that one live. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going through my – uh, like playlist of songs right now. I'm just yeah, trying to think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, reason to believe as well would be cool to hear. Yeah. Live. All right. Yeah. So, um, uh, if uh, are you gonna be able to? As we are recording this, they've announced that. Um, oh, I know. He is making a book yeah. signing and appearance, a book appearance. Are you gonna be able to make it? I'm not gonna be able to make it this time. I and yeah. I I saw Austin, Texas, and I was like, yes, like I have to go to this. I went. Yeah. Turns out it's the same day that I have an exam that I cannot re reschedule, and yeah. it's and I was like, yeah, darn it, you know. Well, um, I don't know if I'm gonna make it either. Uh, you know, I started a new job, and I've got to figure out if I can go to my new boss and go, Hey, I know I've been here only a week, oh. but, uh, it's, it's Bruce, you know, <laughs> yeah, so, Springsteen, you know, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's, it's, um, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not, you know, pouting that much about it because yeah, sure. I, I kind of have like no room to talk and, well, you know, you're you, kind of, yeah. I mean, you know, you're. I mean, let's face it. You're really like, you know, an unofficial member of the East Street Band, right? Uh -huh. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with my tongue firmly in cheek, <laughs> Matt. This has been a joy. I am so glad you uh, got to join me. Uh, good luck on your exams. Good luck on finishing your semester, and I hope you have a great holiday season. And uh, you know, maybe we can have you on again sometimes. It'd be fun to have you and Tom both on sometime. Oh yeah, that'd be so. great. We could probably talk for hours. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, if someone wants to reach you, how can they? Um, you guys can reach me at my phone number seven one three. No, you don't want to give that. Oh, right, not the phone number. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I who knows what you'll get yeah, it. So true. maybe your Twitter or uh, something. Twitter. Or, you, you, know? you can follow me yeah. on. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. And I've gotten lots of messages on there. You can follow me on Twitter at Matthew underscore O'Quinn. And that's A-U-C-O-I-N. Matthew underscore A-U-C-O-I-N-N. -N. I have two N's in my username now that I'm looking at it. You can follow me okay. on, on Instagram, just my first and last name, Matthew underscore O'Quinn. And you can just you can just me there and... Um, we can we can chat and whatever you want to know, you can find out. That'd be awesome.
And I am at Jesse Jackson DFW. Uh, if you want to be on the show and talk about your Bruce Springsteen, send me an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. Or uh, as I said, the show Twitter is set setlustingbruce. Uh, Matt. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, No retreat, no surrender. And listeners, we'll talk to you soon. I'm on the street tonight. The lights glow dim. The walls of my room are closing in. There's a war outside still raging. Say it ain't ours anymore to win. I want to sleep beneath peaceful skies. In my lover's bed With the wide open country in Philly tonight And these romantic dreams in mind It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.